You're listening to the Word Live International Outreach Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, visit wordalive.org. We hope you enjoy this message from Kent Maddox. If I had to title the talk I want to give you the next few minutes, it's simply this, Times of Refreshing. Times of Refreshing. Anybody use some Times of Refreshing? Three, everybody else is on fire, right? Anybody use some times of refreshing? All right. Times of refreshing. Here's what it says. So repent. Change your inner self, your old way of thinking. Regret past sins and return to God. Seek his purpose for your life so that your sins may be blotted out, completely erased, so that Times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, restoring you like a cool wind on a hot day. This is the message preached in the book of Acts after the day of Pentecost. Repent that your sins may be blotted out so that times or seasons of refreshing may come to you. We understand when Peter was preaching this. He was not just preaching as an individual evangelistic message, but he was preaching along the understanding of times and seasons biblically. Because if you begin to see the understand the times and seasons biblically, you would understand the time and season we're living in right now as he prophesied something like this, as it was in the days of Joel, so shall it be. In the days of Joel, the prophecy about the outpouring of the Holy Spirit was about the Feast of Tabernacles, which was a time of refreshing. And so this whole message, repent so that your sins may be blotted out so you can find times of refreshing, speaks about the season that we're in right now about to head into the next 30 days or in God's calendar designed divine appointments to be 30 days of the most refreshing season that you walk in any time of the given year. So touch three or four people right now say, I'm serious, we're about to have times of refreshing. Tell them. This begins next week with Rosh Hashanah, October 2nd. It's the head of the new year. And then it moves us on into tabernacles, feast of trumpets, then the tabernacles, day of atonement. There's, a, there's so much spiritual activity right now, and the heavens are so open the next 30 days. It's very important that you discern that. And Jesus, during this time of feast in John 7, said something very interesting. It says in John 7, verse 1, After this, Jesus walked from place to place in Galilee, for he would not walk in Judea because the Jews were seeking to kill him. Now, the Jewish Feast of Tabernacles. Somebody say Feast of Tabernacles. Now, the Jewish Feast of Tabernacles was approaching. Jesus showed up in Jerusalem right now where we are today in Coldwater, Alabama. During this time or season, Jesus in the Bible showed up in Jerusalem this time of year, and he said something like this, verse 37. Now on the last and most important day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried and called in a loud voice, Is anybody thirsty? Let him come unto me and drink. He who believes in me or adheres to and trusts in me and relies on me, as the scripture has said, out of his innermost being will flow continually rivers of living water. Jesus prophesied during this season, if you're thirsty, come unto me and drink, and I will give you refreshing, renewing, and restoration. So I'm here to let you know what time it is. It's time to get renewed, refreshed, and restored. 
time to get refreshed, renewed, and restored. <laughs> or time to get refreshed, renewed, and restored. I believe it with all my heart. How do we get there? Repent. 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 Right? What is repentance? This is a simple definition. Look on the screen with me. Repentance is a decision that results in a change of mind, which in turn leads to a change of purpose and action. Just let's hold that. Repentance is a decision that results in a change of mind, which in turn leads to a change of purpose and action. Let's look at it one more time. A decision that results in a change of mind, which in turn leads to a change of purpose and action. Repentance is not just this sadness or this sorry for our sins. Yes, that's part of it. If, if I could put it simply, it's like New Year's resolution, but with power. It's like a new, new Year's resolution, but with power. How many of you made New Year's resolutions in the past? You know, you start the diet that it starts in January and ends January 15th. Y'all know the one I'm talking about. You know, you're going to pray, you're going to read the Bible through in a year and you get to June and you ain't opened it but twice. Come on, somebody. Y'all know what I'm talking about. These New Year's resolutions that you know you're going you're gonna to do this better. You're going to go to the gym and you buy a membership. Come on now. And, and then three months later, you're just trying to figure out, is there some way in the contract you can get out of it because you ain't been one time. Come on now. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Now, I've got a clue to why that doesn't work. Because you're trying to start something new at the wrong time. And there's no power available. According to God's word, if you're going to start something new, you do it in God's timing in October. So October, November, December, January, by four months come January, you should be halfway to where you're supposed to be this year while everybody else is just getting started. Come on, somebody. Everybody tries to get their finance in order in January and spend it all in December. Come on now. If you get it ready in October, you'll deal better with December. And so it's time to make a decision. To make a decision to repent. Determine right now where you want to go. What do you want out of life? You want to be closer to God next time this year than you are right now? Do you want your marriage better than it is? Do you want your physical body in better shape? If you really feel called to take the message of freedom to nations, then don't you know we're going to have to have strength in our physical bodies to do that? Don't you want to be better in health next year this time than you are this time? Don't you want to lose that attitude? Come on, somebody. <laughs> Don't you want to lose? Touch, touch your neighbors. I know he's preaching to you now. So don't you want to lose that attitude? This is the time we're approaching to make those decisions that God will back up by his power and will lead us on to this year and take us to where we want to go. One translation for repentance just simply means return. Return to the Lord. 
Now, I talked about this two weeks ago, but it's worth hitting real quick. I just want to tell you three ways to return. Number one, quickly, Isaiah 30, 15. For the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, has said this, In returning and rest you shall be saved, and quietness and confidence shall be your strength. Listen to me. In the next 30 days, if you'll spend quiet time with God, He will speak to you. And I'm going to tell you what, my word will encourage you, my word will uplift you, but God's word will change your life forever if you hear from him. I just, I, my word can't change your life. I can encourage you and strengthen you to go hear his word. But if you ever hear his word and he speaks directly to you, your life will never be the same. My sheep know my voice and the voice of a stranger they will not follow. His word is spirit and life. But if this is the season, this next 30 days, that you need, if you will just get quiet and get this Bible out and sit before the Lord, I promise you he will speak directly to you. And it will empower you and will move you forward like nothing else in your life will. Second, quickly, Malachi 6 to 10. Return to me and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. You say, how will we return? Will a man rob God, yet you rob me? Say, have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. You're cursed with a curse. You're robbing me in this whole nation. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse. There may be food in my house. And test me, says the Lord of hosts, and see if I'll not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you don't even have room enough to receive it. Just as simple as it gets. You, you, you make a decision that you're going to live on 90% and give 10% to God and trust him to bless you. It says he'll open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you don't have room enough to receive. You say, well, Kent, why is it about money? Because where your heart is, there your treasure is also. If your heart's for God, your money's with God. If your heart's for God, your money's with God to go to, the, to take the gospel to the nations, just as simple as it gets. If you're not tithing and giving and expressing your faith with the value system of money, then you are not following Jesus as the Bible says to follow him. You say, well, I thought tithing was Old Testament. Well, it, it, it is in theory New Testament. They gave everything. So if... Let's just, well, won't we hang out in the middle somewhere for a little while? Malachi, what do you think, huh? Before we move to that everything. But hey, you don't have to do it. Keep your money in your pocket, stay broke, and don't fulfill your purpose and your destiny. That's not on me, that's on you. God's going to provide. I'm not preaching you to provide money for the church. If God ain't providing for the church, the church ain't going to get provided for. I'm not talking about your tithe paying me or paying the church. I'm talking about getting you out of a place where you've been financially and moving you forward in the kingdom of God. Touch three, four people. Say, I'm about to get blessed. Tell them I'm about to get blessed. Third and quickly, third and quickly. Here's the way we return in this season. These are decisions we're making. Zechariah 9, 12, 9, 11, and 12. This is a powerful one. As for you also, because of the blood of your covenant, I will set your prisoners free from waterless pits. Anybody feel like you've been in a waterless pit? It says, I will set your prisoners free from the waterless pit. Return to the stronghold, you prisoners of hope. For even today I declare that I will restore double unto you. Now, I don't know about you, but I got fired up. 
I hear people talking about it all the time. Devil got a stronghold. Devil got a stronghold in your mind. Devil got a stronghold in your heart. Devil got a stronghold in your family. I got good news for somebody. I got a stronghold, but it ain't from the devil. Jesus is my stronghold. Come on, somebody. I said Jesus is my stronghold. I run into my stronghold where my help is. I got a stronghold. Devil can't get me there. World can't beat me there. You can't keep me down. I got a stronghold of hope, and his name is Jesus, the son of the living God. Church eight people say, get back to the stronghold. Get back to the stronghold. What does that mean? Get back to trusting Jesus that he is able to do what he says he will do. I understand your circumstances are blaring right there in your face. Don't let your circumstances become a stronghold. Get back to Jesus, the stronghold, and he will change our circumstances. Return. What's the results? Number one, refreshing. Acts 3.19, so that times of refreshing will come from the presence of the Lord. I've experienced it. I'm not just talking to you about the Bible. I've had seasons that I've been through that literally I felt like I couldn't take another step. Just running on empty. And trying every way in the world to figure out a solution and none to be found. But I, those times I've been there and I have sat down and waited on the Lord, all of a sudden his presence will show up and his presence will touch your life. And in 10 minutes, you can go from the pit to the penthouse. And you're like, what nation do you want to take next? His presence is refreshing. You ever refresh your computer? It means to rewrite, update, or upgrade. Here's what the Lord spoke to me to tell you. If you'll wait on him, he'll refresh you, and he's going to upgrade you. You're about to get a spiritual upgrade. You know, they send me these things on my computer, say, you want to upgrade? I'm like, later. Yeah. I'm busy. You want to upgrade? Later. Then you, then now it's not just later. Remind me in an hour. Remind me this afternoon. Remind me to, like, Remind me tomorrow. So what happens tomorrow pops up. I'm busy. Remind me tomorrow. But all the time they're saying, I've got an upgrade. I got something that's going to make things run better and easier. If you will pause, hit the refresh button, I will upgrade. Come on, somebody. In this season, if you will just pause, hit the upgrade button, God will down God will download into you an upgrade in this season, and you will find yourself on a whole nother level spiritually. Touch about three people, say, I'm about to get me an upgrade. Tell them, I'm about to get me an upgrade. I, I, I hate watching myself preach, but I've been doing some recently. And, and every now and then I find myself going. <laughs> <laughs> I 
You say, what's that about? I feel like I'm preaching my butt off. I need to get me a new belt. You know what I'm talking about? Come on, somebody. About to get an upgrade. About to get a refreshing. Quick, renewing. If we'll repent this season, get back to God, he'll renew you. Man, Bev dropped a word on me this week. It was so powerful. Psalm 103.5 says, God satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagle's. I had never understood this verse till this week. And then, it, then I realized it because Bev began to talk to me about a teaching she does where the eagle goes through a molting process. And when an eagle molts, they go to a low place in a dark cave. And they begin to lose their feathers and even themselves pluck them out. Their beak begins to be calcified so that they can't eat. And they seldom can fly, and they find themselves in a cave all alone, unable to soar. And because they can't eat, other eagles that have been through the process will fly by and drop them something to eat. But listen to me, it ain't young eagles flying by. Because they don't care that you're starving. Because they've never been through a molten process. But those that have been through the molten process, they know how tough it is when you're going through it. But the good news is they just drop you a piece of meat saying, you won't be there for long because you'll be soaring just like me if you'll go through the... Yeah. Woo! Come on, somebody! And there's so much more to it that Bev can teach you about this, this molten eagle. But I, it, it, I couldn't believe it. Just like this, my mind went to Elijah. It says Elijah calls fire down on, on 400 prophets of Baal. Next thing you know, Jezebel sends him, a, sends him a messenger, and he goes to Beersheba, the lowest place in Israel. All by himself, the Bible says, even to the point of wanting to commit suicide. And what does it say? God sent him an angel. And baked him a cake. You may feel all alone. You may feel like God's not come through for you. You may feel like you've been in a delayed season of just waiting on God to do something. But I'm telling you in this season, in this molting process you may be in, God's about to send an angel to feed you with a cake. And you're going to be strengthened and you are going to soar again. Because my Bible says those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and will not faint. Touch three people say you about to get renewed tell them you're about to get renewed <laughs> glory last restoration restoration this is Joel 2 23 be glad then you children of Zion and rejoice in the Lord your God for he has given you the former rain faithfully, and he will cause the rain to come down you the former rain and the latter rain in the first month Hear me. He will give you the latter rain and the former rain in the first month. Next Sunday starts the first month. So when Joel's prophesying, he's talking about Feast of Tabernacles. 
He said, I'll give you the former rain, latter rain in the same, in the, I'll give it to you in the first month. Here's what he promises. Your threshing floors shall be full of wheat. Your vats will overflow with new wine and oil. I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the crawling locust, the consuming locust, the chewing locust, that great army that I sent among you. You will eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be put to shame. Then you shall know that I am in the midst of you. I am the Lord your God and there is no other. My people shall never be put to shame. And it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour my spirit out on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions and I will pour out on my men servants and maid servants and I will pour out my spirit in those days, says the Lord of hosts. God said, I'm bringing a refreshing and renewing and restoration and after that, after this season that this happens for you, then I'm going to pour my spirit out on all flesh. I am telling you, we are headed for one of the greatest harvest of souls entering the kingdom of God and finding the freedom of the message that we preach in Christ than we've ever seen before. And God wants to refresh you, renew you, and restore you so you and I can join as co-laborers and see the harvest of the kingdom of God come. Anybody in for that? So you say, what do we do? Very simple. Repent. What does repent mean? Let's see. Repentance is a decision that results in a change of mind which in turn leans, leads to a change of purpose and action. Now's the season we make decisions. What do you want? What do you want God to do? Now, y'all know I'm not legalistic. But I just got to tell you like it is. As much as I love Alabama and Auburn football, yesterday was a great day for both teams. Y'all should give an extra tithe just because your team won yesterday. <laughs> but let me just tell you like it is. Now's not the time to let that keep you out of church. I have no problem loving it myself. But it ain't going to keep me from church. Not this season. November, I may miss a Sunday. I doubt I will. You may miss a Sunday. Because why? It's not this season. I'm just telling you, this season, you need to be dialed in, listening to what God is saying. So it's not the season to forsake the assembling of yourselves together. This is the season. Why? One message that you hear may change your life and the direction that you're going for your purpose and your destiny. One Kairos moment in an atmosphere of corporate worship could break a yoke off your neck you've been carrying for 10 years and loose you into your future. 
It's just you make a decision. For me and my family, this time of year, we're not missing church because we're aligning with God and with the kingdom of heaven. Two, I'm bringing my resources because it says when you come before me, don't come empty-handed. So start next week. We're going to say all month because it's such a big month and we'll just let you choose. But start next Sunday the whole rest of the month. If you choose to give First Fruits offering, we're just any Sunday of the month of October, it's available. Do it as you feel led to do it. But get action to it. Right? Don't put off going to Freedom Track to next time. It is the next step here at Word Alive. If you're just attending and you've not taken the next step to go to Freedom Track, which is only a four weeks on Sunday morning, to establish you a foundation of freedom so you can move forward, this is the season to make that decision and get in that class for the next four weeks and watch God reveal your identity and your gifts and your callings in your life in this season. These two, this is the season to do that. Don't hesitate. What is repentance? It's a decision that results in a change of mind, which in turn leads to a change of purpose and action. Don't be complaining that you're not walking in freedom if you ain't been to freedom track. Why? What is repentance? It's a decision that results in a change of mind, which turns, turn, leads to a change of purpose and action. In other words, you just make a mind up. I'm going a different direction this season of my life. I'm not staying where I am anymore. Have you, have you ever seen the movie Saving Private Ryan? And they're storming Normandy. And they're getting shot up. It's, it's a gory thing, but it's a courageous thing. And they're getting shot up. Bullets hand grenades, rockets, and he looks at him and says, Sergeant, where do we go? He said, anywhere but here. Where do you go from here? Anywhere but where you're at. Don't stay where you're at any longer. Take a step. Move out. Find a place to serve. We're going back to two services. We need greeters and ushers and children's workers and worship teams and, and, and freedom. Tra- we need people in this season to step out and say, okay, I've had me arrest. Now what do you need me to do? I am ready to serve God in this season of my life. Or just stay where you are. It's that simple in this season. Then, we, then we're going to come to the Tabernacles Conference. And I know you're busy. I know you're busy. I know you're important. But God said, I got a divine appointment for you. And if you will just show up, I will meet with you. Well, I'd love to, Lord, but... Let me ask you this. If the wealthiest, most powerful man in our city who could pull any string 
and get anything done and transform your life on almost any level could fix your marriage, heal your pocketbook, change your destiny, give you the break that you've always believed for. If he called you and said, could I meet with you? And you say, why do you want to meet with me? Because I want to change your life forever. I don't know about you, but I don't think I'd be saying, let me check my schedule. You know what I'm talking about? I believe I'd be getting my butt to that meeting and I would be there early. God said three times a year, especially the head of the year, I will meet with you. I will speak to you. I will refresh, renew, and restore you. And I will change and transform your life if you just show up. So we're going to have Friday night, Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, and Sunday morning. Now, you can stay home and cut grass. You can go to the game. Or you can miss one. And you can put God as the most important thing in your life for 30 days. He's more important than anything to me this time of year. When I get up in the morning, I want to hear from him. Throughout the day, I'm looking for him to speak to me through different people. If there's a meeting, I'm there. Why? I'm worshiping. I'm giving. I'm connecting. I'm getting ready because God promised this time of the year, I will move you exponentially to your purpose and to your destiny. Or it just doesn't matter that much. And that's okay. All you, because here's the good news about God. He'll let you go through a whole nother year. Yeah, good news, you're going to get there. That's the good news. This isn't a, a legalistic message. Good news, you will get to where God's taking you. There's two roots, revelation or tribulation. You can just keep going through stuff and let him take you there that way, or you can get on through your stuff, hear from God, and get there by revelation now and go that way. Good news, you're going to get there. You just may be late. But God is ready to do some significant things in our life in this season, and I'm ready to move with him. Amen? Come on, jump up on your feet with me. Hey, Jesus. What's repentance? It's a decision that results in a change of mind, which in turn leads to a change of... Leave that up there. I'm encouraging everybody here, take a snap, take your phone, take a picture of that. Type it in. We'll put it on social media. Read that every day for a while. Repentance is a decision that results in a change of mind, which in turn leads to a change of purpose and action. And maybe may I go ahead and say this. If you want to see where you're going, look who, look who you're hanging out with. Because that's where you're going. So if you want to go where they're going, stay with them. If you don't, find you somebody else to hang with. Find you a spiritual gangster. Come on now. Come on now. Find you a spiritual gangster. You know what I'm talking about? Time to move in this season. Next week, two services. Huh? Don't only come, bring somebody. Yeah. Let's go and blow the roof off. Be a social media evangelist for me. Yes. Yes, do 
Jump on social media this week and forward to everybody you know, Word Alive next week, 9, 11 o'clock. Word Alive next week, 9, 11 o'clock. Forward it so many times so a couple quit following you, then back off. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> get, be, get defriended a minute and then back off a little bit. Because I'm serious, I believe. And the message we're going to start with next week is limitless. I believe the prophetic color of the year is blue. And I believe it doesn't speak of the sky, it speaks of the ocean, the depths of what God wants to do in our lives this year. And so, Father, we just come to you now. God, we just open our hearts. God, it's all about trust, really. Repentance is we just quit trusting you in some areas. And we start trying to make it happen on our own. Some of us quit trusting you financially. Some of us quit trusting you spiritually. Some of us have just moved out of the stronghold of faith into a stronghold of doubt and unbelief. But God, we thank you for the intentionality of this season that you're ready to move us forward. And so, Father, we just stand before you and we just simply obey you and that you said, repent. That your sins may be blotted out. And that times of refreshing can come from your presence. Lord, all of us have got it wrong on some level this past year. But we thank you for your grace and mercy that blots out all of our sins and our transgressions and gives us a clean slate to move forward with you in this new year. Thank you for your precious blood and your atonement that gives us fresh starts every year to move higher and higher and higher in cycles of blessings and anointings and callings and purposes being fulfilled. And so, Father, only you by the Holy Spirit can bring the conviction that leads to repentance. So we trust Holy Spirit right now that you will speak loudly and clearly to all of us of what we're supposed to do and the decisions we're supposed to make as we move forward in this season of our lives. Lord, we thank you for it. We praise you for it and honor you for it in advance. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to our Sermon of the Week. Visit wordalive.org for more content from Word Alive International Outreach.